the name of the show. Do good, feel good. Now you're in the know. Wait, it's working. Okay. Nice. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. What's up? So we were joined by two guests, maybe one in, in a like laughing audience. Yeah. We'll <laughs> Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Uh, sure. I'm Jason Payne. I live in Jacksonville, Florida. And I'm Emily Payne. I also live in Jacksonville, Florida. And right now we're in Jacksonville, Florida. Very true. At Fishweir. Fishweir? Fishweir, yeah. I actually, um, when I bring, like, when I go to these breweries, I've mispronounced probably three out of the five that I've been. Because I just don't know. They say fish wire. Some people say fish mm. wire or fish weird and just kind of, like, keep the D kind of silent, so... So what other breweries are hard to pronounce here in Jacksonville? The one that's by our house. It's called, it's spelled R-E-V-E. How would you pronounce that? R-E-V-E? There's so many breweries in Jacksonville now. R-E-V-E? Yeah. Rev? See? Thank you. That's the right way. She was right. I was calling it a Reeve forever. And then when we brought the guy on the podcast, he was like, it's it's Rev, but everyone mispronounced it. Um, but yeah, okay. that's, that's another one that's... That is hard. Yeah. All right. So now that you brought up your podcast, yeah, right, we right. met on Instagram and we don't know how, but this is our first podcast guest on the podcast. Nice. I have a. Um... I was going to say we need more I like this. So you want to talk about your podcast? Uh, we can. Um, Tell the fans what your podcast is all about. Okay. Uh, so the easiest way to explain it is five guys. We've known each other for about twenty, almost twenty years. Some, some of us a little bit longer. Um, and we started a podcast and think of it like a late night TV show, but for podcasts. Um, so it's like a Jimmy Fallon show mixed with like a modern day, uh, Wayne's world. So we have like multiple segments, like the stuff we've done as kids, like fill in the blanks, would you rathers. Um, uh, we do like weird brackets, like best Leo movies or Marvel movies and stuff like that. And then we have a, another series where we interview all these breweries in Jacksonville and Tallahassee and Orlando. Um, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. We're about like nine months in to the podcast. You're only nine months in? Yeah. Well, okay. no, I, I stand corrected. It's in October. So that was that 11 months, basically. But y'all's podcast has like really taken off because I saw your website. It's legit. Yeah. And your Instagram followers tell me that you're doing something right. <laughs> um, so that makes me feel kind of shitty because we just celebrated our one year anniversary yeah. in August and we're not really having the same success well wait all right so do you count the success based off social media or off your listeners or well right what you... well i don't know about your listeners so right now yeah. i'm thinking social media yeah i mean well i get it and i have a lot of people that say that like wow you guys took off and we have a good amount of listeners too but um i think it's just because i put probably way too much time in it um, yeah absolutely i, also, I think it helps time. that you have like five co-hosts so like you guys can all do social <laughs> or do up. something yep and we but... do we do that's exactly what we do so a buddy chris he handles all the Twitter, um, and then I'll handle all the Facebook and Instagram, and I'll, I'll design all the content and then just kind of hand it off. And, and then, you each have your own like group of friends, probably, that will listen because they like you. Yeah, so we have all of those, too, um, like that little sphere of influence. So I think right now we have a big, like, small circle that all our friends and their friends are listening, and then we have another small niche where it's, like, growing from, like, the guests that we bring on. Yeah. So... Well, I'm doing every like I was doing everything by myself, like all the editing, all the social, yeah. like literally everything. Um, it's a lot. I, yeah, it is so much work. And then we had I went on a date with this guy through Hinge, um, and we like recorded a podcast on our first date. And he actually worked with like a comedy, 
like he owns like a com. Well, he doesn't own. He like manages a comedy nonprofit in DC. Is that the one you just posted about? Yeah, that's that so. Cool. Yeah, basically they like bring nonprofits to the stage, and that nonprofit can share their mission. And then we have like comics come who like can hopefully make their jokes related to like these issues. Uh-huh. And then we host like live shows where we raise money for that nonprofit or that issue. And so we like formed a partnership. So now we do like ten minute live shows, okay. um, which is pretty cool. Yeah. But. Like, now I finally have, like, some other form of, like, marketing. Even though I'm doing all the marketing for grassroots comedy and yeah. do good, feel good. So it's not, like, that much easier for me. But I'm hoping that we'll at least, like, get more fans that For way. sure. Because it probably has the same tone and feel of your marketing and that marketing. Yeah. And then you're just reaching out to all of them. But oh. his his stuff is, like, a little more aggressive. Like, the comedy that they do is called, like, the um, comedic resistance. So, like, there's... It's, like, more on, like, controversial issues and, like, being, like, kind of aggressive. And if you were to listen to an episode, like, you would hear us interviewing someone on stage. And, like, the way that he talks is just kind of, like, more aggressive. But I think that's also, like, the comedy. Yeah. The, like, stand-up comedy vibe. So that's how our podcasts are different. I think mine is, like, highlighting normal people's good works Mm -hmm. in the world and being more chill. And his is, like, a little more aggressive. That's so cool. Can we go back to... (laughs) Sorry. No, no, no. The... On your first date, you guys did a podcast together like a live podcast that's awesome we actually i did three podcasts with three different dates so one of them yeah it's just like hinge has been like the best marketing tool for my podcast even if i don't record a date and they're like what like i have in my about me like it's like what do you like to do and i'm like i like to record my podcast and then they're like what's your podcast and even if i'm not interested in them i'm like here's the website check it out (laughs) so it's been like my downloads have like really gone up so, um, it's a pretty smart marketing tool. And it's free. I did the podcast in my personal life. I have two single guys uh, on the podcast now, so I'm going to make sure they start public, like going on all yeah. their sites and saying they do a podcast and see what happens. Oh, your downloads are going to shoot through the roof. <laughs> Maybe. Sure. Wait, like, I feel like, are more guys listening now to yours because of that? or more? more well, I'll more never women? know. Like, my, what sure. podcast hosting platform do you use? Lipson. Oh, I use... This is going to be for, like, the real podcast nerds this episode. Yeah. No one else will care. I use Pippa, which I think might also not be that good. <laughs> um, but, and can you see listens or only downloads? Listens and downloads. I can yeah. only see downloads. That's tough. So I feel like I must have a lot more listens than downloads. For sure. All right. Perfect. Moving on. Um, so about more about your podcast. Mm-hmm. So do you ever have women on your podcast? Because I looked at the guests on your website and I only saw men. Nope. And we have th- we have one lined up next week. Uh, <laughs> it's called... Oh, what's your, They've got one lined up. Yeah, there we go. We had three and then all, uh, both women have, bu- have dropped out. And, that's, and it's probably due to us not having like enough women on in the first place. But uh, we had Kayla on. Uh, I'm going to get Kayla to listen to this because I'm going to give her crap for canceling. She canceled yeah. on us like the night before, but she was busy and I didn't give her like a, a long notice. So that's my two cents on that. But the one we have up next is actually pretty insane. She basically goes on ghost tours, but with a motorcycle. Uh, and it's just her. It's just a YouTube show. And she's like launching her second season. And so like she's going to be on it next. And I'm just intrigued on that entire idea. So what do you mean she goes on ghost tours? Like she goes on Investigates. Her... Okay. So it's not like a... St. No, yeah, sorry. So, ghost store is probably a bad word to describe that. Like, investigates uh, ghosts and hauntings, but she does it, like, I guess on a motorcycle, or she travels the countryside on the motorcycle wow. going to that. That's so crazy. Yeah. I feel bad because I can't remember the YouTube show, um, but she reached out and she's like, Could I be on the show? And I was like, Yeah, absolutely. Let's do this. Is she from Jacksonville or like a Florida? No, place? I think it's like somewhere up north. I, I don't remember. 
I gotta remember. I'll give it to you later, and then everyone can watch and listen. Can you see the countries that have downloaded or listened? On listen? Yeah. Well, we were doing this like for a little while, where we would like kind of rap the countries back and forth, mm-hmm. and we were doing it with like we would try to make like actual raps that didn't sound that good. But maybe at the end of this episode, we can do that. Yeah. That'd okay. Be cool. Awesome. Um. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're having like one woman on the show. We're gonna have more. So here's my two cents on that: is I like none of our wives listen. I was saying that before the podcast. Emily doesn't listen. My how many? Mary does. So Mary's the one wife that listens. She loves it. But, like, I don't know if it's the perfect audience for, for, for women. And then, like, bringing one on, I feel like they might feel like, yeah, this isn't for me. Yeah. But I have had, had them re- – the ones that have reached out to us, we get them on. Yeah. I just feel a little weird if I'm like, hey, you want to check out this podcast? Or, like, oh, it's a bunch of drunk guys, like, having a good time. This doesn't yeah. sound like me. So you said that you record from afar. Does that mean you guys are all drinking on your own, just sitting with your mics and your computers? <laughs> so I don't drink. So my role, there's three of us that are on the podcast. The other two do a lot a lot of like the back-end stuff that we were talking about before, from like social media writing and small segments. But Kevin, myself, and Chase host the show. Think of me like the MC. I just make sure they're in line and we're moving on to the next segment. Our main thing was not to have like three little guys talking about nonsense stuff. Yeah. So I MC Chase and Kev, and they go through the segments, um, and that's pretty much about it. So like that's our roles there. So you never drink while they're like getting. I drunk? don't no because I feel like if I drink, I'm not gonna be able to control it. But Kevin Chase drinks. Yeah, I feel like I hear them getting like progressively more drunk. <laughs> uh, more Kevin for sure. Uh, and then would, there's another person. Chase. And there's another person. Oh no, there is. So Jose does the. I don't know. Do you allow cursing on your podcast? Yes. Okay. So there's a segment called This Is Where We Fucked Up. Yeah. I listen. I heard one guy call and leave you guys like a three-minute rant or something. Insane. Yeah. We try to... I I tell Jose. So that's his segment. And he basically listens to the previous episode. And then we play on the next episode. And it tells us where we messed up. Like fact-checking us. Yeah. Uh, so Jose, that's his segment. And uh, yeah, sometimes he goes on like a five or seven-minute rant. And it's... We're trying to condense him. He's a little long. But don't fans... Send in like audio. Yeah. So another part of it too, and that's a huge thing that we wanted. We wanted everybody on the podcast and people that listen to be engaged. So there's a lot of voting on our brackets that we do. I saw that. And then there's a lot of voice nuggets. We call them voice nuggets. Just a voicemail that they can click and record on our website. Then I download it and play it on the podcast live. Me too. Like I'm like literally taking notes out there, fans. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's cool. Be- not here's the thing. Everyone like will send us DMs and texts or messages, but they're really scared about leaving. Their like I've noticed it takes a lot for someone to go on and for the first 30 seconds they talk about how nervous they are I don't know what it is but so how did y'all decide you wanted to do a podcast and is this your only career like is this your career no I wish I wish to God this is my only career um so easiest way to explain it it was basically in between uh, like a Sunday afternoon uh a one o'clock NFL game was over and we had downtime and we're, we're all in group chats um, and in the group chat, they're like, man, it would be so cool to have like a TV show like this and like do one of those sports shows. And I was like, yeah, we don't have that money. And that's just an impossible dream. I was like, we yeah. and, and this is where everyone argues about where, how it started. One friend says he brought up a podcast. Another friend says we brought up a podcast. Anyway, after that, they all started talking about a podcast. And I said, look, I have that kind of background. I can get this rolling. Let's do it. Sure enough, like two days later, we get a rundown of the show we want to do. We buy some mics. Uh, start testing Google Chat, trying out new programs online to see like who, how to use because we're all live in different cities, Tallahassee, yeah. Orlando, and Jax. Um, and so that's kind of how it was just a random thought and thought it'd be a good way to like kill some time. 
Cool. Well, this is the longest intro we've ever done in the mm. podcast. True. <laughs> and now, listener, how did you actually get listeners to engage? Engage? Asking questions. That okay. I, I went through on social media um, and then kind of tagging people, having our friends share it and stuff like that. I realized three or four months too late. Um, but around the four, four month, I was testing out like kind of social posts, like what worked, what gets people engaged. Yeah. And when you ask them questions, people are more likely to engage rather than posting a statement. All right, I need to ask them questions. Ask questions. Like, so our, our show is basically all a bunch of questions. So yeah. like one segment would be like, would you rather? Everyone knows what you have to do with that. We have yeah. fans send us would you rathers, uh, fill in the blanks. We have people give us options. Um, and so that's kind of how we decided the segments. And sometimes they get kind of boring and we'll just move on and niche that segment and yeah. start a whole new segment up. So will you be angry if we do brackets on our podcast and try not. to get people to definitely not it's fun like don't you argue with your friends all the time about like what you think is the favorite like oh yeah. no this cereal is better or no this movie's better yeah everyone there's a there's something that someone like is passionate about so it's cool okay so that's what we're gonna try to incorporate and i always say we but it's literally just me so <laughs> i'm gonna do that um but we've never even received like an email like we just don't get any interaction i know people yeah. are listening and downloading yeah. but like they're not talking to us what do you want them to ask you i want them to just let me know that they like the show (laughs) and like every session is over so um maybe we should do like a combination of our podcast so we can talk about sports Mm -hmm. we're obviously drinking which is well not obviously we're drinking yeah um which is like a key part of your podcast what are you drinking I'm drinking an IPA. Okay. Um, are you guys drinking the Garnet? Was one of y'all, one of y'all drinking the Garnet? No, we brought it to the. They they were on the show last week, and we brought it to FSU and well, um, and it was a killer beer. Um, is that the IPA sour or just no? The IPA? It's the one that he. I think it's like the Devil something. Okay. Gotcha. I wanted to get like the Duval something. I obviously don't remember any of these oh, names. Oh, um, but it was Duval like a, till we die. Yeah, but it was like a dark beer, so mm-hmm. I don't really like that. It yeah. tasted like a meal. Like it tasted like salt. I like can't salty. do those in the summer. Like it's too hot for those. Yeah. Uh, it tastes like you're drinking like a hot coffee. Yeah. What's cool about them though um, is the the guy here that the beer that we're drinking. He's pretty much a borderline genius. Uh, he's in the Navy. He's a dad. He has a chemical uh, engineer degree, uh, and he's also a dentist right now. That's crazy. Practice. Practicing, yeah. He like so What's his, his name? name. His name is Brock. Brock. Okay. I wish it was Doctor Bellotti. That's my childhood dentist. Nice. Shout out to Doctor Bellotti. <laughs> um, That's a perfect name for a dentist. By I the know, way. and he he used to look like um, Joey from Friends, like to me when I was a kid. Okay. But he wore those glasses that like magnified his eyes, and so I was like always like looking up into his eyes as like a third grader. And I was like Doctor Bellotti, <laughs> like. He's, a, he's still practicing Jacksonville people. This guy's pretty young. I think he's younger uh, than, um, I think he's probably going to be young. Low 30s, maybe? Oh, wow. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. He's got a lot of accomplishments under his belt. Right. So, should we jump into the sports? Sure, if you want. All right. This is our first sports segment in the history of the podcast, everyone. I know what you're going to bring up. I'm going to bring up a random topic, college football. <laughs> okay, let's talk about UCF. I knew Being it. the national champions. Asterisk. Two years in a row. Asterisk. Um, two years until the LSU game. <laughs> but I have a question. Why okay. doesn't UCF play harder teams? Because everyone gives us shit like, you wouldn't be the national champions if you were playing harder teams. But I don't think it's that we don't want to play harder teams. I think it's that we're not allowed to play harder teams. Here's my two cents on that. And I am probably the least qualified out of the guys on the podcast to talk about sports. But for that, I know they have to play so many games within their conference. 
which is what makes your schedule a little weak because you have a, you don't have a lot of big colleges in your conference. Yeah, but how do we get out of that conference? Uh, you got to do what like um, who do, who just did it recently? Like Notre Dame got into ACC um, recently. I think it's I think it's a lot of politics, a lot of money to get out of a That's conference. That's what everyone says. It. What does that mean? Politics? Yeah. I think it's just basically sh- I call it shaking hands and kissing babies and, and like getting into the right group. So who and, has to do that? I would say the athletic director, the president of the school. I mean, this is, don't take my word for it, but I'm pretty sure that's kind of where it's at. But a lot of schools are doing it. They're like leaving and going into the big conferences just to get the awareness. I feel like we need to do that, but I don't know why it's not happening. I think that UCF wants to do it. I actually yeah. saw like a letter that I think the athletic director put on Twitter that he wanted everyone to tweet out so they could get into the different conference. Yeah. Because we were the only undefeated team two years in a row. Even if we were playing, like, not as hard teams. Some of them were hard. You we guys beat were, Auburn. You guys are great. Honest, I won't take that away. I just can't label you guys the national champions. I think well, that was a stretch. Technically, we were the national champions of one one league or whatever but, yeah, it's yeah, 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 yeah. I get that, for sure. And we would have maybe been the national champions if we had played on our teams, but we weren't allowed. I, I, I agree with it, um, but it's a, it's an ongoing thing. With I, I don't know what it is, but I think it's Florida State and UCF fans really butt heads on that conversation, and I don't Wait, know why. Were, was Florida State the team that was like threatening to like beat up UCF for a goal? Oh, no, no. I don't think it was. I nice. think, okay, UCF wanted to come to the Florida Georgia Bowl, uh, and they were taking buses here, and like either Florida fans or Georgia fans wanted to, like, they threatened UCF so much that those buses got canceled or something. I could see that. I hate both of those teams. So. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, but yeah. Can you agree on that? Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure there's a conference or like um, a group of people, a, a committee that has to vote on that, like, movement. And you gotta remember, if UCF is probably thinking two things they're a powerhouse in their division, let's not ruin that. And go to a stronger division and then get destroyed. So, I feel like they want to get out, though. They probably do. I'm sure they'll try to, and they'll probably eventually get there. I'd rather have you guys in the ACC. I think it would be a cool... Because um, we used to... We played a USF... Well, we played USF this year, this yeah. past year. But we played, like, UF. We beat Georgia in a bowl game a while ago. So, like, were they once in our conference? Or did they get, like, demoted for, like, the bowl game because something else happened? Like, I don't really understand. I don't know. I wish I had my buddy Kevin and Chase. They would tell you right now and just go right into it. It's okay. Yeah. My fans aren't in for the sports. <laughs> good. That's good. Um, oh, do you have any things you want to say about sports while we're here? No. Uh, other than go go Knowles. I don't want to. How's FSU doing? Terrible. Really? <laughs> so bad. For how long? Uh, since last year. We have a new coach. So that's like the ongoing kind of situation. Is Most of the fans don't like him because he's not winning yet. We're impatient. So. How are the other teams doing in Florida? Like the big boys, UF, I think, is doing good. They're on the uprise. Miami, they're on the uprise. So we're falling behind. That stinks. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Maybe we leave the division. Yeah, we'll go in. Guys. We'll <laughs> oh, no, we're going to switch. Yeah, do a little switch stop? We'll okay. see what happens. <laughs> um, segment of the podcast is called Shit Corner. Okay. Have you heard of Shit Corner? Uh-uh. You talk about something shitty that's happened in your life recently. Oh. It's like a nice time for you to vent. That's tough. Emily, you got to help me. Come on, give me a, give me something. So I'm, all right, so my problem is is I uh, I keep everything in. I'm not a big talker. It drives mm-hmm. Emily crazy. So if I have a bad day at work and stuff like that, she doesn't really know. Um, what's really bad that happened to us? It makes us feel like we're really good people. That was pretty pretty crappy. Um, a Lowe's forklift uh, ran into my car at at going full speed. Were you in it? No, that was a good thing. We're like, uh, like so if the car, we're probably maybe three feet away from it. Emily was in front of it, and I was to the side of it. 
And so it went perpendicular. You were watching it? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was oh, crazy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. It was tough. Pushed it five feet to the right. Yeah. It, it, it was insane. So it would, like, be, like, five car lengths away, and the guy was going to load up, um, uh, um, what's it called? Like a box. On the like a big, giant box that was going to go on top <laughs> of my car rack, right? Okay. So they were working with your car. Yes, they were working okay. with my car. And they were driving perpendicular to it, and they were going to lift the forklift and drop the package on top of the car. Well, oh, my gosh. I feel like if you had this on video, it would be, like... You'd probably be millionaires right now. I'm a video guy, and every one of my friends that asked, they said, so where's the video? I was like, I didn't think he was going to run into my car. I didn't oh think I would record it. Uh, but he went full speed, and he guess, I guess he lost control, and he just rammed it. So, like, oh there's a giant God. hole where the little, like, forklift bars are that's inside of it. destroyed it. It was like $11,000 worth of damage. Yeah. Are you slows going to pay for that? They are, but it, it's it, this happened um, late May, early June. So okay. it's still an ongoing like situation. I so I'm picturing like a fork, like like the prongs of a fork just cutting through yep. your car. Yeah, pretty well, much. The forks were up, so the holes that were in the doors and everything were just from the base of the fork. Yeah. There's like a little nubs on the bottom oh. that went through because of the the bars were too high up. Yeah. But that shattered a window and I mean it was just my car was like bent. Like Oh my gosh, and I didn't total it? Well that yeah, was the insurance company went total but no. it was like yeah. There's a That's rule that's like 80% of damage, and it was right at like 78% or something. It was like 2% off, and they're like, we can't total it. I was like, wow. So, I mean, that that's superficial, too. Like, we've been blessed for the last, for a while. Like, we got two healthy dogs in an awesome house, and um, we've been married for, what, two years now? Um, we haven't had too much bad happen. I mean, not enough to complain about. Not going to Yeah, not going to be that bad. So, back to shit corner. Chick Corner was y'all's car got forklifted, which yes. is like, <laughs> I like that. very crazy. Um, but it sounds like you already said your inner tickle, which is like, inner tickle is like a s- silver lining, which is, aside from that, you had a really good year. Yeah. Two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a long time for sure. Um, How I long have y'all been together? This is the first married couple we've had on the show, everyone, as you recall. And I haven't even let my wife speak, so now yeah. I feel like an ass. So. Yeah. And, and he doesn't have any women on his podcast. Yes, yeah, this is not a good start. They're not listening to our podcast now. What's your okay? What's your podcast? Want to plug it one more time? Cup to cup. Cup it's to the cup. Man, it's the man show. Um, <laughs> we have so our demographics have it's seventy five percent men. And ooh, nice catch! She almost dropped the water bottle. Yeah, it's but she caught it, guys. Um, but it's and 70, girls. And girls. Just kidding. Just kidding. That so it's funny you say that. Um, I used to wait tables in college, and I went to a table of all southern ladies and gentlemen, and I said guys, and I got reamed for it. They hate. Really? They're like, there's ladies here, and so it made me look. I was I was a little spiteful, and I went in the dictionary, and guys, there is a sub definition of that saying a mixed gender group. So it's a northern slang, but it isn't polite. I do see where you say guys, and there's ladies involved. You probably should say group. Or, I always say guys. I was just joking because oh. of the. I felt so embarrassed. But you didn't let your wife speak in there. Yeah. Um, have you heard of the term Johns? No. J-A-W-N-S? Uh-uh. It's like something that people in Philly say. Like, And apparently it can replace any noun. It can be like, take a look at those Johns. They're like, pass me a John. Or like, you're being such a John. It can be like a good thing, a bad thing, or like literally anything. And like, I only discovered it because I was like going through Philly with my friend and we passed by a five envelope. Okay. And there was something on the wall that was like, Philly Johns. And I was like, what is a John? And he's like, you know what John is? And then he explained it. But it's like just one weird thing that Philly people can make themselves stand out even more than they already do. They're like, like it's it. Philly. I wish I would have known that when I went in June. 
But everybody next time you will though, and yeah. you should use it whenever you want. You should maybe talk about John's on yours on the podcast. I'm gonna bring that up now. I want to know, especially if I'm the like, only when one. you talk about the Eagles. Yeah. Is it a big thing with the Eagles, or is it just 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 a, Philly just a in general? Thing? Yeah. We had a guest on from Philly. Um, he was a reality show star. Um, and he didn't bring that up, and I'm kind of disappointed now. Well, because they don't bring it up, it's like natural for them. Gotcha. It, we wouldn't be like, do y'all use the word y'all, you know? Touche, touche. Anyways, so your inner tickle. Mm-hmm. Do, was there any inner tickle around the actual forklift incident? And what do you mean by, like, the silver lining? Yeah. Um, what? You got, yeah, you, you do it. It's also a little bit ironic. The rental car that they gave us was a pickup truck. Oh, so we could have just put it oh in Oh my gosh. Truck. Yeah, so that was the funny. She brought that up because they're like, oh, here's your rental car after the accident. And she so started did you, laughing. Did you get the box home? No. No. Well, we, did, you, did you ever get the box? No. We returned it. We left it to them. It was so. Why didn't you get, use the pickup joke to get the box? They wouldn't, ret- they wouldn't deliver it to us. So here, it was kind of a spiteful. Day. I was being like, I was very, I kind of handled, I think I handled it pretty calm and collected. Like Emily kind of was annoyed with me that I wasn't like getting frantic or like getting it done. But in any um, other circumstance, if he was frantic, you'd be like, calm down. Yeah, a little, well, you were telling me to calm down. Like, this is the opportunity for me to be upset. Yeah. It's true. Um, but what happened was, <laughs> after the incident, they kind of left us there, and we had to call our own tow truck, get the car towed. They didn't really help with any of that. They were like, just send us a bill. And so I I went in there, and I said, hey, what about the box you guys were loading? What are you doing? I was like, oh, we can deliver that. And they're like, oh, but we can't deliver it for another week. And I was like, nope, you can keep it. What was in the box? It was um, shed a shed for the backyard. For the backyard. A shed? Yeah. That is huge. A shed was in the box? Why did they put it in a box? It's like one of those Rubbermaid ones. It wasn't really like, it was like 10 foot by did 10. Did you have maybe. to assemble it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. I was like. <laughs> You're picturing a giant shed on top of my car. I have like, a super. No, like a shed, <laughs> a shed inside a box completely assembled. <laughs> um, okay. So. It's awesome. So now do you have a shed? No, we still haven't got one. I know it's weird. All right, this is our um, newest Kickstarter. Getting them a shed. <laughs> how much? What? How much was the shed? Was Can like you say six or seven hundred bucks? Yeah, um, that's not too bad for a. It was a shed. good deal. Yeah. It was a great deal. That's, that's why we went to that location. It was the last one uh, left. Yeah. Wow. So. And so you refused to pick up the shed in your own. Um, yeah. Truck? It was a. What would you call that? Like why I wouldn't want to do it. Uh, we're, Ego we, we're boycotting Lowe's. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good. The Home Depot Foundation is a proud supporter of Habitat for Humanity. <laughs> really? It's, yeah. Okay, awesome. Home Another Depot reason. Yeah, Home Depot's good. Yeah. No, we usually always go to Home Depot. That's our store. But that was your mistake. And that was our <laughs> mistake. Yeah. Okay, well then, that's the inner tickle. I like that. That you got a, the truck. Really nothing... Nothing. Mm, uh, we, they say they might give us some depreciation money and stuff like that and get it there. And so, Are you still using the truck? No, no, no. It, we finally got the car fixed and it's out there. It's, it's oh. good and great, but I don't trust it. Like having that much damage, I feel like it. Yeah. Once I like rolled through a stop sign at the beaches and like was like lightly tapped an Astro van, like going like less than 10 miles an yeah. hour and I bent an axle and the car was totaled. And, like, two years before, my friend had, like, crashed my car into the back of a brand-new Lexus on the way to Dave Matthews, and, like, the whole front was up. Like, it was, like, it just looked like someone, like, put sandpaper all over my car and, like, got a crowbar and, like, destroyed everything, and it wasn't totaled. But, like, bending that axle, like, totaled it. And you couldn't even tell from the outside that there was, like, any damage. So it's so crazy that y'all had that forklift incident and it wasn't totaled. No axle, no bent, no frame damage, nothing. That's crazy. <laughs> okay, this is the most boring episode for our fans ever. <laughs> but it's a good conversation. Yeah. Okay, so. 
Oh, why don't you guys discuss politics on the podcast? Yeah, you mentioned that. Um, we, I feel like it always, I don't know about you and the, the guests you have on, but I feel like every time politi- politics nowadays gets brought up in a conversation, it brings out like the worst in people sometimes. Like people don't listen so much now, they just kind of talk. Yeah. Um, so even though you might give your two cents on a subject, I feel like it just gets kind of one ear out the other kind of thing. And we just didn't want any kind of like, not debate, but just animosity on the podcast. And, and we felt like politics was it. Do you think y'all have different views, like your hosts, like your different hosts? I don't know. It's an ongoing thing, but we don't talk too much. Like we all have a little group chats and stuff. Um, it rarely gets brought up. Maybe if we put a meme on there, on there. Yeah. But I feel like we might. Probably we're pretty close in the political side of it. Yeah. Um, so. I never thought I like thought about politics that much until. I like took a step back and I realized like even when I'm out of work I'm like still listening to like kind of political podcasts and I'm just like oh my gosh like am I actually like one of those annoying people that like legitimately likes politics so I think it's just like maybe I am I I never thought I would be this person I enjoy politics I just um I I listen to both like a few NPR and there's like what's the really popular one it's the daily the daily daily. yeah I listen to daily and a few other ones trying to get like my news kind of in because I don't listen to like any kind of like network yeah. news or local news, so that's where I get my information from. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just felt like our podcast probably was. We're we are not the brightest tools in the tool shed. I mean, we all have degrees, we all have our little um, perks and issues and stuff like that. But like, I feel like we talk like talk polit- If we talk politics on on the podcast, it would just sound like a bunch of randomly random yeah. idiots. Yeah. So. Yeah, I can get that from like whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think like you're like having a politics is like a good draw. Because people can't escape it. And, like, having a place where they can go to listen to, like, fun stuff, like, legitimately fun, where yeah. people aren't going to feel offended in any way, unless they're, like, offended by, like, your choice of, like, superhero, then yeah. they're going to, like... <laughs> there, there's going to be some... You're going to... If you if they listen... I mean, anybody, they'll be offended by, like, raunchy stuff that you might say. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Um, I mean, we're not... Like I said before, I don't think we are for everybody. Um, but I, I think like the best way to describe us is like, it's the white noise you want to put on some headphones and listen instead yeah. of listening to music you listen to us yeah. and if you miss a segment you don't have to like rewind and go back like a true crime or like a, politi- a political like podcast if yeah. you miss something you got to go back and listen to what it would you miss and here we're just here to entertain and make you laugh at work kind of stuff yeah it's like you're hanging out with your best friends exactly yeah and how often do you guys um, record and release episodes? We record every Wednesday, uh, and we release the following Tuesday, and that's all nice. due to schedule. Uh, we used to do Sunday podcast and then release it on Tuesday, but uh, my buddy Kevin and Chase like to have a few beers, and they don't want to do that um, on a Sunday morning. Yeah, that so, makes sense. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, next question. Mm-hmm. What are you doing to better the world? So the podcast, Emily was asking, she was like, what do you guys do to help this? And I, I just realized, so... Talking to all these breweries and all these like local guests that we've had on, we've t- we like ran into a couple of charities and stuff like that, and then we've had this one guy on um, that runs this tap house called Brews, and he has a few in the area. Uh, it's just a bunch of beer, right? But he has a lot of connections, a bunch of charities, and then when we had him on, I met with him later, and we talked, and we're setting up. I think it's got, hopefully it lands in January, so it's right now in the early stages. Um, but we're gonna do a home brew. Um, competition so all the local people that want to just brew their own beer locally like in their garage or kitchen whatnot they'll um, they'll brew the beer right and then we'll have like a couple guys from the podcast and actual professionals that taste beer uh, judge that beer but all that money is going to go to a charity and so we have a couple um, 
couple charities of mine. So he's worked with um, I, I can't remember the names of them, but it was a pit bull charity. We have a lot of pit bulls in Jacksonville that don't have homes. That doesn't um, surprise me. Yeah, and we have we're like super connected to our dogs. So like we, I think it's most likely going to be some kind of animal shelter, animal shelter, kind of animal charity. Um, so that's in the early stages now. Um, Do you have a name for this event? No, it's so we met two weeks ago, and now we're designing the logos, uh, getting the charities involved. We'll have a mac and cheese um, cook off as well. Um, Which I'll be judging. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Are you the top judge? No, I'm, she, I'm just I, throwing my name yeah. in the hat right I, I, I think if, yeah, so she's a mac and cheese um, snob. Uh, I would go with snob, for sure. Yeah. I would go with connoisseur. You seem like you seem more of like a connoisseur than a snob. Oh, uh, she's polite. Well, thank you. <laughs> But yeah, so like we realized like we, we've done a couple of random charities. Um, we had a, or not charities, but like fundraisers and help friends like spread the word and stuff like that. But we definitely talked about it and realized like we need to do a little bit more because we have that kind of influence yeah. right now. Um, so talking to him, he opened my eyes out and he had the connects to get this involved because I don't have the wherewithal to get like that, like a live yeah. production, like that kind of thing happening, but he does, but he doesn't have the influence to get it out there, like the social and all that. So um, that's how we're going to help with that. And then we've done little ones like um, um, little fun GoFundMe fundraisers for um, some random people that needed some help and stuff like that here and there. But So with this upcoming event, mm-hmm. isn't it like – so are people going to pay to drink the beer? So there will be an admission to come in because there will be like music. There will be the mac and cheese like food and stuff like that. And then there will be beer that will be probably – a lot of the brewery – we'll get a few of the breweries from the um, – the podcast there to like kind of give out beer and stuff like that so there'll be a good um um amount to do in there so it'll be a small admission it's nothing crazy is it illegal to sell beer from people that are making beer in their house oh I, so their beer we're not going to sell their beer they're okay. only going to taste it i'm sure they're so gonna, like specific testers are going to taste it like yeah. they're not going to okay yeah yeah i don't know so that's the legality that's the stuff that's above my pay grade where i'm going to let guys at brews handle that stuff because they have the licensing and tap out so most likely yeah. it'll be in their areas um, but, uh, I don't know how it works. I hope that we can get their beer to have the public like taste it. I mean, that would be, yeah. I, I'd break my heart if I showed up there and not have the opportunity to try their beer, but I do know they're not brewing a ton of beer, so yeah. it won't be a much to share, but we'll have a lot of beer there though. Okay, so, cool. Yeah. We have to switch the tape. I personally like it. <laughs> I, I think it's really interesting and I think the fans will. Yeah. Actually, uh, it's funny. Every time we end a episode, I text my friends that are on the podcast and I say that was a terrible episode it's gonna be bad and then they'll listen to it and like I don't know that was an awesome episode yeah. it was great yeah. but I think once you listen to it um, you kind of hear it differently than I, I think it. so too and like when my I mean I don't get like texts from actual other fans that aren't my friends but like when my friends text me and they're like oh my god then I'm like okay I guess it was good it feels good right yeah Yeah. Um, so about the beer mm-hmm. you can do anything we can talk more about your podcast no, my, my like your segments. My I mean, your your segments. I mean, I know. I mean, I don't have a thousand segments. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we have um, started a new segment. It's okay. called Grind Your Gears, which is you guys. What are your um, your pet peeves? Ooh, I'll let Emily take it. Oh no, his are all probably about me. So that's not true. Now I sound like I sound terrible. No. My pet peeves. Yeah. Wait, okay, I remember what I was going to ask. Yes. About the event. Do you guys, I'm sure you have many friends in Jacksonville, but if you need a live band, I have a connect to I don't have any connection with live bands. Yeah. Have you heard of Side Reel? Uh, It sounds familiar. They're like a reggae band. Um, They're so good. Were they they at the Beach Fest? Yeah, they've done like essentially all of them. Okay, then that's probably, we um, we worked at 904 Happy Hour um, 
and we helped uh, help there, and we showed up to that event, and that's where it they're rings so all. good. So you guys, I can connect you if you guys want them. Yeah, for sure. Were they the opener? I, like I don't know because I don't live here, but um, <laughs> I'm just gonna let the side rail play in the background. Okay. So you can connect with them. And, oh, is uh, that their music? Yeah. Dope. Nice. I like it. Are you recording? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> um, okay, so if you want me to connect with them, I will. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then grind your gears. Okay. Oh yeah, we have a we have a sound for that. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right, pet peeves, let's go. Grind your gears. What are uh, they? Give me your first one. Is it about you or somebody else? The first one that comes to mind. You're Instagramming while you're driving. Yeah. Oh, that happened literally today, mm -hmm. I think. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Do you Instagram and drive? Uh, I don't have a car in D.C., so nice. that is a plus. Okay. Um, I actually just ride my bike or take the... Um, but I basically bike to work every day. Jealous. Um, yeah, D.C. is a great... It's actually kind of a safe biker city. We did an episode with Wabo, which is like the Washington Area Bicyclist Association. Um, so we're trying to have safer bike streets, yeah. but I don't drive. So, but I do bike on Instagram, which is like maybe worse. <laughs> maybe. You just have to worry about all the other cars. Yeah, yeah, like worse for your safety. Maybe, maybe. And worse for my safety. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm worried. It's funny you brought that up because on the way here, where I was when I lived in Portland. Um, I had to get a new license, and I didn't know when, when I went there to get the new license, uh, they said I had to take the test, and their test was like 50% about like bike laws and crosswalks and stuff, because it's a big bike city. I need to write this down for my friends at Baba. Yeah. So when I got the license, I told her, I was like, I showed up, and I'm like, I'm going to fail this test, and I, I luckily passed it, but it was so much bike laws that I had no idea about. Um, and then, because she was asking about it too, she was saying, why aren't they on the sidewalk? And I said, actually, bike... Like you're not so allowed sorry. to be on Yeah, bike. same in DC. Yeah. Is there a thing though, if there isn't an, uh, a bike lane on the road, do you have the option to go on the sidewalk? I mean, it's not illegal to ride on the sidewalk. It's yeah. just like frowned Fine. upon, especially like in DC because there's so many tourists. Yeah. But like sometimes when I'm like trying to get to work and I don't want to wait, like I, I sometimes like take the sidewalk instead of like riding on the street. Yeah. Like because I don't want to go like wait for a stoplight or it's like sometimes safer because like in DC, the the cars are aware that there are bikes, mm -hmm. but they're still like aggressive and like mad that they exist. Like all the way down Pennsylvania Avenue, which is like half of my ride to work, like there's specific bike lanes in the middle of the roads and we have like our own bike lights. Okay. So that's like really nice. But then there's like bike lanes that are just like some spray paint on the ground. That's like, you're in the main road, but this is where bikes are supposed to go. And the road, the drivers don't care about that. Yeah. So. Well, that's really cool that Portland does that. Yeah, no, it's it's a huge bike city. Uh, it it opened my eyes up that like I didn't know any of those kind of laws, or I didn't appreciate or care about the bike like bikers in Florida, like the very little that there, yeah. that there are. But yeah, Portland, I would say it's fifty fifty, like bike versus car there. It should probably be nicer the bike. Oh, absolutely. Here, like they're sweating their ass off. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now that my mom, like now that I ride my bike to work, my mom's like, I have more patience for them, you know. And I'm like, okay, well, thanks, mom. Like, <laughs> how kind of you. Yeah. Um. Okay, so that was a, that was your pet. That was your pet. Peeve. That was your well, grind your gears. Well, where did the bikes come from? Uh, I think it's just kind of branched oh, off of that up. conversation. Oh, I brought it up. This conversation is just. This is like how real people talk. Everyone back yep. home. This I'm is just a legitimate. Like, yeah. I did it. I think I did it. Because I brought up that I don't drive in. Oh, drive in Instagram. It was my or, fault. Yeah. That makes people sense. like to just listen to other people talk, which is so crazy. 
it just kills the time. I know my office is terrible. Like our our gender, or the not genders, um, the so bad. Now, now every one this of your listeners is are about like female empowerment. I felt like I want to just get harassed on Instagram now. No, we don't have it. Nobody will message you about uh, this. <laughs> but uh, no, my the demographic in my work is you're either probably in your low to mid seventies. Or you're my, you're my age, aka like there's only four of the people that are my Where age. Where do you work? I work for a real estate company here in Jacksonville. Um, but is it called Cantrell Real Estate? Watson. Watson? Yeah. That's a real famous real estate place. In Florida, yeah. So I work at their corporate level in marketing, but everyone's around super, they're old. And so I don't have too much to relate to except for like two old ladies that are big FSU fans. So they'll come to me all the time excited about FSU and we'll talk that. So like listening to podcasts, people talk, it kind of lets me like, Feel young again? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. So. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, so you're grind your gears. Uh, let's keep it next to driving. Okay. Um, and it's gonna be. Uh, let's see if your northern people know this term, rubberneckers. Do you know what it means? I it's know what the bottlenecking means. Bottlenecking. In race. Ooh, oh, I know uh, what that is. Rubberneckers are the ones that slow down and look at accidents that happen on the side of the road. Oh yeah, that I feel like that is like everywhere it is everywhere and it drives me crazy because when you see like an accident on the side of the road and it's it's off the road no one's on the road there's no reason why the traffic should be on a standstill and then when you realize the person in front of you is like slowing down and watching i just wish the cars had something invented where the right or left side like shuts down you can't see outside so people can just keep driving that's a really bad idea no when (laughs) only when an accident comes like it's alert like alerts it that an accident's ahead and so it shuts like your window like it puts like a tint on the window so you can't see out so you can just get past Mm -hmm. way in fans do you think that like your entire (laughs) window should be blocked out if there's like a a wreck nearby i don't feel like anything could go wrong with that i don't think so i think it'd be great you'll hear the sirens yeah don't catch up. I don't think that's the best idea. What if, a wreck, what if a wreck happens like right in front of you and then you, suddenly your car activates and it turn, all turns black and you can't even no, get out of the way of it? It'll be like ways. It'll, it'll, like someone will say, oh, you should have your tent turned on on the left side right now. There's a, there's a car coming up and it'll just alert your car. I haven't, I haven't People would not out. opt that, <laughs> opt into that. They'd be like, I want to see. Like, that only yeah, intrigued them more. Roll and down all windows. Yeah, and yeah. That's what, that's, tr- that's, that's what they can do. No, that's what I'm trying to get against. Because they're slowing traffic down. It drives me crazy. How? Oh, Just well, traffic in general. Yeah. Well, that's a, those are two good grind your gears. Especially because they sound like gears are parts of cars, so it's like all connected. I see what you did there. Huh? I like it. What about yours? What's, what's well, one I've that talked you about this in a past episode, but mine is when I have a few. One, when I say a joke to someone, like subtly, like something happens and I'm like... And then they like laugh really hard, and then they say it out loud, and everyone like hysterically laughs. And I'm like, okay, I shared that joke with you. Why are you gonna share my joke and then like get all the credit? Oh. And then they're like, oh, well, Lauren said that anyways, only because look at them like. You get <laughs> this half-ass credit later. Yeah, on. I'm like, you guys already laughed it, and you don't care that I made it. Like, I shared it with him or her because I wanted that person to share in a fun moment with me. I gotcha. And then they say it out loud to get all the glory and then I'm like I could have said it out loud if I wanted the attention but now that you got the attention I'm like maybe I should have said it out loud. Maybe I shouldn't have wanted to have this special moment with you. That's kind of what's happening right now. There's a giant feud versus Reddit and Instagram. So people on Instagram are taking like memes and photos and videos from uh, Reddit and, and posting on Instagram as their own and 
and it's just like an underground like feud between Instagram and Reddit right now because people are stealing and sharing. So stuff. it's like when people screenshot tweets and then put it on Instagram. Well, tweets are okay, I think, because you see their handle. Like you're not you're you're taking their content, but you can see the person that you're not making it. Now, if you cut out the handle of the Twitter and then you just show like the text, like that's not cool. Yeah. Um, I'm talking about like say like you see like this beautiful photo and you share it and you don't really give the photographer credit. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening right now on Reddit and Instagram. That's similar. Yeah. I- your, your listener's going to hate us, but when you get home, get onto Reddit and start uh, following the local subreddits in D.C. That's how I get a lot of guests on from Jacksonville. Is Jacksonville only has maybe 19 or 20,000 members on that subreddit, but I'm a, D.C. probably has millions. Yeah. And you just post in there and say, I'm looking for a cool local guest. Which um, is crazy that we have millions because we have like such a small population. But it's so condensed and you guys DC. are like... Really? Yeah. Well, D.C., but like... Like just that area. What about like the surrounding areas? Like Virginia and Maryland. Yeah, Yeah, that'd probably be bigger. Yeah. But apparently, like the entire population of, like the entire population of Vermont is less than the the population of DC. That kind of blows my mind. Me too. Vermont's so pretty. You think more people would want to live there? I've not been yet. Neither. Well, you haven't been there. No, but I wish. You made it sound like you have. It was good. Just keep going with that. I will when Bernie Sanders <laughs> invites me to come visit him when he hears his podcast. I forgot he lives there. Ultimately, yeah. people like people in the higher ups will invite me over to do the podcast. Like the ultimate dream is to have like CEOs of nonprofits like him join me on the podcast as we're getting like luxurious spa treatments because we're like doing good and feeling good. Or maybe, I like, like that. Yeah. So every time you do a recording, it'll be like you know in a massage kind of atmosphere. Mm-hmm. We got the one of the deal. Like, please bring <laughs> yeah. us back when you get big. So yeah. I just want to be in that I'm situation. Good with fear, so. Yeah, that's true. Cheers. Well, to wrap up the episode, do you guys want to share your life mission statements? Life mission statements. It's oh, tricky. That is very good. Go. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. Be happy and still positivity. That's good. Uh, laugh and have a have a dog. So these are the words that y'all live by. For me, yeah. I, I think that's all I do. The only reason why I think Emily's with me is I make her laugh. And I had a dog. She said the like the first thing that she saw about me, or like knew or noticed about me was my pup. So, and then the second was making her laugh. So, it was a package deal. Yeah. So I think making someone laugh and then having a pup or maybe a cat or an animal in a general. Cat, cats are also good. Are you a cat person? Yes. There and like go. people are like, oh, cat people. But like <laughs> I've talked to people that are like, sometimes dog people seem judgmental. No, absolutely. I can see it. No, I can see it. If you walk into a house and you see a dog or a cat, you know they're going right to the dog or cat. Um, so <laughs> my dogs are. That's not even disingenuous. I yeah. meant like I meant like legit like the, yeah, there that's is. the word. But like no, but I mean like the cat does get a raw end of the deal for sure. And cats are actually way cooler because they're like little lions in your house, and they like are smart. They're like very flexible. They don't. They're never like that needy. I think about like, the cat. Their own lives. The cat from Homeward Bound. Jinxie? Yeah. Is it Jinxie? I like cats because don't they don't that's poop name. on your floor. They like poop in the desert. Yeah, floor. exactly. They're so smart. I legitimately think they're a little bit smarter than dogs. Fair. That's in there. fair. <laughs> um, this is the end of this the podcast. Awesome. Bye, everyone. Did you... Later, guys. Please, weigh in. We're going to put a bracket up. Do it. What should it be about? Which, uh, what's the number one topic that happens in D.C.? We have 20... What's the number one topic that happens in D.C.? Oh, it's politics. Who is the next Democratic candidate going to be? We're going to have a poll. Best animal as a pet. Best animal as a pet. All right, that's it. Bye. It's the do good feel. Sing with me now. Do good, feel good.
It's the do good, feel good show. It sounded sad. bien y sentirse bien. Muy bueno.